This is Dumbline, the podcast of dumb crimes and even dumber criminals. Good evening. Welcome to Dumbline, the podcast of dumb crimes and even dumber criminals. Some might say we're the like Dateline, but dumb. <laughs> That's my NPR podcast voice. <laughs> you were bordering on Keith Morrison from Dateline. Oh, yeah, 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 good. But yeah, why? Yeah, and how? I feel like there's a filter. Or was it? Yeah, I feel like there's a filter on people's voices. The, pod, the, the, the NPR filter. I have this mixer here. I have all these special effects. It's like, what do we got here? Uh, big room, small room, chorus. There's no NPR effect. That would be perfect for this podcast. You need some. You need some piano playing over the back of it. Yeah, I think. It, I think it's a lot of Xanax. That's what I think. It's in the water over there. So I've been waking up in the middle of the night at like 4 or 5 a.m. and I can't go back to sleep and there's nothing good on TV. Everyone sells out to these infomercials. So I throw on Netflix and um, I just wanted something dumb, familiar that I knew that would distract my monkey brain so I could just fall asleep. So as I'm scrolling down, there's a a topic called or a subject called feel good movies. Eurovision. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Holiday. Maybe. I don't know. The Clapper. The Clapper. The Christmas Chronicle 2. Christmas Chronicles 2. A Cinderella story. And then this one threw me for a loop because I have a guttural reaction to this movie that is avoidance, evasion, and utter sadness. Charlotte's Web. Oh, oh my God. That, that is, is not a not feel, a good, feel movie. good movie. No, right? That's like that saying movie, Bambi is a feel yeah, good that movie. movie. Yeah. Charlotte's Web is scarring. I had, a, I had to take a picture, Elvin. It was like Charlotte's Whoa. Web, a feel, feel good, good movie. That is to not who? a feel good movie. To who? Psychopaths. Psychopaths. <laughs> It's Jeffrey Dahmer's favorite movie. <laughs> right, right. Pig, pig almost gets slaughtered. Old spider helps him. Old spider dies, and she leaves his kids to will. Where half the kids leave him. There's like nothing. Yeah, no, there's nothing. That. There's nothing right. good about. No that. one's coming out like kicking their heels. <laughs> My wife became a vegetarian after that movie. No lie. Like, oh nothing, really? Yeah. There's Aww. nothing feel good about that movie. No, there's not. Nothing. There's not. Get it together, Netflix. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like uh, Cabela's. Hey, with every purchase, you get a a holiday feel good classic Bambi. With every shotgun or bow purchase. Any camouflage, deer hunting gear, copy of Bambi. That's how feel good it the is. The feel good movie of 1970, <laughs> yeah. whatever yeah. it was. Body blah, whatever. Yeah. I don't another, know. Wait, wait, one more time. Another category was blockbuster films. And number one was Don't Look Up. Leo DiCaprio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was never in the movies. How do you it's be a not, blockbuster not, movie streaming that's only? That's true. That's, do you have, blockbuster is a big box yeah. office hit, right? Yeah. Come I, on, Yeah, Netflix. I think that's the way that we, we look at it. Yeah. I don't know if that changes, but a blockbuster. Is blockbuster now streaming hits too? Yeah. Top Gun is like a blockbuster hit. Yeah, like those are right. You gotta I be in the, you gotta be in the theater, I think, to be a blockbuster. Yeah. yeah. All right, Marie, give us a feel good headline. <laughs> okay. <laughs> extra, extra, read all about it. Extra, extra, read all about it. This was a submission from a listener. Ooh. So thank you, Alan. Alan. This Alan. is from. I appreciate it, Alan. Yes, That's thank cool. you. Um, this is from a. November 21st, 2022, Law and Crime article. Man robbed bank using back of his birth certificate as note to teller while, (laughs) we're not done, 
while wearing an ankle monitor <laughs> from another case. So they were able to prove where he was. He wrote on the back of his birth certificate. <laughs> you need that birth certificate back. You can't leave that. Like, you know how hard it is to get a birth certificate? Probably like, oh, I'll take it back. Yeah. Think about all the other stupid assholes and what they he did when they were He just held it up. He just held it. He didn't even let them touch it. He just <laughs> held it up. Like, is that a watermark? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a good headline. It's a little long, but it's a funny headline. It, there was more, and I cut it down. I wow. was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's like that Michael Scott in the office where he's like, how about this headline? And it's like 30, 30 words. Paper come. I, I could do it. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. Got, someone gave him data. It's like, no one reads the articles. They only read the headlines. All right, yeah. let's jam Just everything jam into that headline. Get 200, 200 <laughs> characters in there. Sweet. Okay. Thanks, Alan. Thanks, Alan. Yeah, that was good. All right. And now we have another submission from a listener Ooh. named Chelsea. Go, Chelsea. Thank thanks. you, Chelsea. Thanks for listening thanks, and Chelsea. submitting. Yeah, thanks for listening. So sources for this story include a six-part series in the LA Times called Framed by Christopher Gofford, some articles from the Washington Post, and others from the Orange County Register. There's also an episode of Dr. Phil Season 14, episode 158. <laughs> what? Episode 158? That's what it said on YouTube. And now that I think about it, I didn't fact check that. I just it, took it. I, as, how many editors work on this show? It must be a, like 400 editors that edit a show every day. This has to be almost. Yeah, how that's many, right. So if they're all, uh, he's on almost every day, yeah, right? So five it probably days, is. Five days a week, yeah. 52 weeks. Uh, I mean, probably 45 with some holiday weeks. Yeah. yeah. But they probably record those earlier. Yeah, it's like 200 episodes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What season? Um, Season 14. Season 14. Someone let that man blather on for 14 <laughs> season 14. seasons. He launched my pillow guy. Like, Ugh. That's like over 2,000 shows easily. Yeah. So today's episode takes place in Irvine, California. All right. L.A. Lakers, home. A city in Orange County. Nice out there. Where? Yeah, I mean... This the, not great reviews for Irvine specifically, as far as the L.A. Times describes. With but, is, but isn't Orange County like? Is yeah, Orange like County bougie? is beautiful. Yeah, um, oh, I'm sure Irvine is nice, but um, the L.A. Times <laughs> describes um, describes it as a city where monotony and conformity reign, and predictability is a selling point. Okay, so. They have sounds like the suburbs. They yeah. have mailbox yeah. size regulations. You can't have a mailbox bigger than a certain size. They have all kinds. Of, it's like one giant gated community that the whole city follows that's, all these rules. That's weird. Yeah, just it's it's disturbing to me. Probably had one jo with a eight by twelve foot mailbox, yeah, right? Yeah. Giant golf golf balls <laughs> right. with, the, right. with the mailbox in the middle of it. Now we got to enact rules over fucking mailboxes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Novelty mailboxes are really fucking killing me. Yeah. So the Irvine school system prides itself um, on how successful it is. 97% of students go on to college. So Irvine parents are really focused on education. Mm-hmm. So it's probably predictable, too, that teachers and school administrators are repeatedly beleaguered by parents who are overprotective or overly demanding or extremely entitled. So Ken and Jill Easter are a combination of all of that. Ken and Jill. Ken, Kent. Did I say oh, Ken? Kent? It's Kent. Yeah, oh, Kent, Kent and Jill. Two, two easy ones. Kent and Jill. Kent yes. and Jill Easter. Easter. Um, they are also a pair of lawyers who graduated oh, from UCLA perfect. and Berkeley, respectively. But their degrees couldn't save them from being really, truly dumb. 
Oh, a couple of lawyers getting into trouble. Oh, my. When you hear this, you are going to be like, just remember that they're lawyers. Just talk that. Everybody talk that away because you're going to be shocked. From decent schools. Yeah. What what kind of lawyers are they? Do we know? Um, I think Kent, <laughs> Jill is now a stay-at-home mom, but I think she was formerly a corporate lawyer, and I think Kent was also a corporate lawyer. Okay, so they're not like they're not like criminal defense attorneys that are no, but they should know the law, should, right? USC and Berkeley. Come on, yeah. these are yeah. legit law yeah, schools. Yeah. Okay. Corporate law too is probably a lot of money. Yeah, and probably a lot of assholes. Like, yeah. I can't <laughs> like, imagine. Like Kent and Jill Easter. <laughs> yeah. Well, allegedly. Let's allegedly. See. Let's see. Allegedly. Let's, allegedly. Let's, let's see how this yeah, plays yeah, out. Yeah. Okay. Assuming things. Oh, so, on February 17th, 2010, Kelly Peters, a longtime and beloved volunteer at Plaza Vista School, which includes its kindergarten through eighth grade, basically, oversees the after school enrichment program. She's rounding students up to return inside. Inadvertently, she leaves the Easter's six-year-old son behind. He stands outside, waiting to be let in, and is eventually brought inside by the school's tennis coach. Now, Jill looks and sounds like her blood type is Adderall. She is like, she's like a face full of Botox, dead inside eyes. She's like the full Orange County package, right? And she is Adderall personified. <laughs> Just looks like we're not saying she takes it. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Yeah. When Jill gets wind of what her son has gone through, she confronts Kelly about it. What he's gone through? Standing stand outside. outside alone in terrible Ar- Irvine. It's dangerous out there. <laughs> yeah, in Orange County outside of <laughs> yeah. their 97% college, yeah. you know, yeah. college right. rate. Right. And he's walked inside by a school yeah. employee. Yeah. Kelly explains that he is often slow to line up, and Jill interprets that statement to mean that Kelly is intimating that her son is intellectually delayed. Mm. Jill cannot let it go and launches a campaign of lunacy to get Kelly fired. These these school parents are, some of them are nuts. I can't imagine, in a place like this, I cannot imagine working in a school. And and you know they're not getting they're not getting paid what they should be and you you know you're trying to you're trying to teach kids and trying to do this great job and you got to deal with this shit no wonder no wonder a lot of people leave it like this yeah. is it's, oh this is a woman who left like a corporate career to volunteer at the school and has been volunteering and running the after school is that program. all is that all Kelly said was he was slow to line up yeah not that. And she apologized profusely. She didn't say he was slow, period. She said yeah. he was probably slow. Sometimes he takes slow. a while to yeah, line yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. So I must have missed him. She calls the school the next day to say that her son had been left outside crying, quote unquote, hysterically was for 19 he? minutes. It was more like five to eight minutes, according to the coach who'd walked him in. By all accounts, he was fine. Uh, is, is Jill saying this? So she's saying her kid's soft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Why don't you uh, toughen up your kid a little yeah. bit? Come on, Joe. Your kid's soft. That's what you. Is that growing what you're up, saying? Growing up on the mean streets in Irvine. <laughs> yeah. Nineteen minutes is very specific too. Yeah. Like how? How would she know that? Listen, I get it. Even three or four minutes. If I saw my doll crying for three or four minutes at some strangers, I would be but upset wa- about it. But he wasn't even crying. Tennis coach said he was going to go. According to everybody except Joe, he was fine. I'm going to say we got to have a video at some point of this. No. I don't know video. Oh, man. The, you can watch right. the Dr. Phil episode. <laughs> is every, is all the, are all these people on Dr. Phil? Jill and Kelly are on Dr. Tennis Phil. Tennis coach? Tennis coach is not. Uh, he's key. 
Um, so Jill begins telling other parents what had happened. Mm. She starts handing out flyers about the incident. <laughs> flyers, <laughs> flyers, you know that's like a Gen Xer. Twenty ten. Oh, start when she they still start, got. She still has a printer. Twenty ten. Yeah, printer. Gen still Xers love flyers. <laughs> Party yo, flyers. Yo, yo, yo. Hey, hey, I know. I'm one of those too. I'm, I'm one of them. I don't we, think she's a Gen X. This does not sound like Gen X material to me. How old is she? Do she we was um, 38 when this happened. Oh, son of a bitch. In 2010. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Yeah, we're all Gen Xers, but you want to get something out. She would have been a Gen Xer. <laughs> you, yeah. You, you, you make it. a flyer. You make a flyer. Party flyers. Band flyers. Missing cat flyers. The Lionel Richie flyer with a hello. Okay. Uh, she considers putting something on her car, like a sign that explains what happened. How do you explain that in a sign? And this is like OG Karen. It's like that, right? Head, it's like that headline. How, <laughs> like you're going to put that on a bumper sticker, like so and so left my kid outside. He was crying for 19 <laughs> <I> minutes. <know. laughs> and a tennis coach had to bring him inside. You just do simple. Kelly he's... Peters hates kids. That's a movie <laughs> yeah. we do. So Jill's husband, Kent, files a civil suit for false imprisonment and intentional emotional distress. Intentional? Yeah. Imprisonment? He's on the corner. <laughs> he could have walked home. He's actually yeah, locked he, out, yeah, not yeah, in. Yeah, not, yeah, it's the opposite. It's <laughs> unprisonment. Yeah. <laughs> um, the couple ends up dropping the lawsuit. Surprise, surprise. I'm sure, I'm sure one of their smarter lawyer friends was like, what are you doing? So in early 2011, Kelly becomes president of Plaza Vista's PTA. Oh, here we go. Those PTA presidents wield a lot of power. Uh, Another reason I'm glad I don't have kids. I don't want to ever have to deal with a PTA board or association or anything. So here comes the dumb. (laughs) One year after the incident, one year. Irvine police receive a call reporting erratic, unsafe driving at Plaza Vista. The caller describes a white PT cruiser, delivers the license plate number, and mentions that he thought... PT cruiser. Does it have wood panel? PT cruiser. My dad... Guilty. My dad loves his PT cruiser. Your PT cruiser. He does. It's convertible. Sorry, Mr. Ross. He's not listening, believe me. Is it that purple one? No, it's like a, a red. It's okay. like a cherry red. Oh, and as red. soon as the spring comes around, he's like, boop, put the convertible cover off. Oh, God. Like, I don't so, know if sorry, there, Mr. Ra. No, I don't know if there's not. one call that would get me more amped up than erratic driving by a PT cruiser. <laughs> in the school park. In the school parking lot. If yeah. I was a cop, I'm like, oh, let's yeah. go. Oh, yeah. Buckle up, let's go. I've been waiting for this yeah, my whole career. Fuck these people up. <laughs> so, uh,. He mentions that he thinks he saw a woman stash drugs under her car seat. Okay. He also interrupts and corrects himself frequently. He says, uh, and like uh, hundreds of times, there's a recording of the call on the LA Times article, and it is maddening to listen to. (laughs) It's just this guy interrupting himself over and over and over again. So when the dispatcher asks for his name, first he says, it's Jay. Then he says, it's VJ. And then he adds (laughs) the last name... Chandra Sacker, noting that he has a child who attends school at Plaza Vista. So Chandra Sacker is, um, it sounds like an Indian name. It's spelled C-H-A-N-D-R-A-S-E-K-H-R. He then, once he says the name, he starts to incorporate a light Indian accent into his speech after that. (laughs) But it wasn't there at the beginning. I had to listen. It says it in the article, and I was like, no, that's not true. I listened to the message, and I was like, oh, my God. He's like, 
Chandra Sakar. And then suddenly he's like, I think her name might be Kelly. It's oh, bad. Oh, so it's like a bad. And uh, by the way, that is not. To, I'm yeah, not. Yeah. I'm making fun of this man trying to do an accent. I am not making fun yeah, of anyone completely who speaks understood. English completely as a second understood. language. Irvine, please. Yes, uh, hi. Uh, I was calling uh, because uh, my daughter is a student at Plaza Vista Elementary School, uh-huh. and uh, I'm concerned one of the, the parent volunteers there may be uh, uh, under, uh, under the influence or uh, using drugs. Uh, I, I was. Uh, I just had to go over to the school, and uh, I was um, I saw a car driving very erratically, and uh, it, it continued on into the into the parking lot of the school. And I was I was going there, and I I just had to look to see who it was and what was going on. And then uh, I, I, I saw them get out, and it, and it looked like they had some uh, put something away in their car and uh, behind their their seat. And I and then they went into the school and I recognized that the woman is the parent volunteers for the after, after school program and I'm, I'm concerned that, uh, I that there are drugs at the school. Specifically saw her place something behind her seat? Yeah, yeah it looked like she, she had some uh, like, like, like uh, uh, pills or something. Okay, what, what is your name? My name is uh, Jay. Jay? DJ. DJ. And what's your last name? Uh, Chandra Sekar. How do you spell that? C-H-A-N-D-R-A-S-E-K-H-R. Okay. And what's your phone number where we can reach you? Uh, 949. Uh, and do you know this person's name? I, I believe, I think, I think her name is Kelly. Kelly? Yeah, and it's, uh, it's a white uh, PT cruiser. So Irvine police officer Charles Shaver responds to this call about the PT Cruiser. So poor. I think we're going to want to call this guy Chuck sooner or later. I like Charles right. Shaver, I think. Yeah. So Chuck Shaver is a, is a good Chuck name. Shaver is an ex-Marine NCIS officer. <laughs> and he has to respond to the white PT Cruiser. So can you imagine? <laughs> the the investigations and then all of a sudden you're you're like oh my god somebody's driving somebody's doing donuts, donuts in a PT cruiser he's <laughs> <laughs> like in the jag office and then goes to that yeah <laughs> so he goes to he goes to um the school he talks to Kelly Kelly confidently gives him permission to search her car for drugs Chuck discovers seventeen grams of weed. 11 Percocets, and 29 Vicodin in the car. Is this, she drives a PT Cruiser? Yeah, it's her car. Oh, man, I was on her side until I found out she's the PT Cruiser. It's the teacher, the teacher's car, right? Yeah. I think mm. she's getting set up. Yeah, obviously. I think she, I think she's getting set up, Greg. Yeah. I don't think that's hers. I know, I'm just disappointed. I'm just, I know, I'm just, I'm just she kidding. seemed like a great person, and I'm disappointed she drives a PT Cruiser. Yeah. No offense to Mr. Raha. Yeah. Just saying. yeah. <laughs> Mr. Raha's not listening to this podcast, I'm telling you. PT PT Cruiser's tough. (laughs) So Charles Chuck, sorry, Chuck, gives her a few different sobriety tests and mentions that the caller said that she had been driving erratically at 115, but she and others corroborate that she had parked and gone inside at 1240. Nice, nice. Additionally, there are no Chandra Sakar children at Plaza Vista. So Charles... Oh, Chuck. Then searches Kelly's house. He hasn't earned Chuck yet. We don't know. Okay. He's cool. Yeah, you can say he's Charles. Cool. He's cool. All right. All right. He's Charles. 
Chuck then searches Kelly's house and does not find any evidence that would connect her to the drugs found in the car. It's a ton. She's that's got, a, that's a she ton got no of, rolling papers, no pipes. That's a ton nothing, of drugs to be no rolling bombs. around your, in your car with. Like, I mean, 17, 17 grams of weed. Like it also and nothing to smoke it with. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, there was a bowl in the bag with the weed. Oh yeah, yeah. probably. It's probably, probably brand new. Yeah, no brand traces of anything. In there. No, yeah. no still resin, has a sticker no, on it. Yeah. 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 No screens. Yeah, oh boy. Um. So when she mentions the incident with the Easters and how they'd been targeting her for a year, Chuck checks the number from which dispatch received the call. <laughs> they didn't even do a star six nine on that or something to hide your number? Can't you do something like that? So it's a fake number. Oh, they got a burner? Oh, yeah. Man. So now okay. the attention of the police turns toward the Easters and an investigation begins. Now he's So Chuck. now Chuck's yeah. like, yeah, it's Chuck. Chuck. Yeah, it's Chuck. It's Chuck shaver time. Might even be Charlie. Chuck, Charlie. And Chuck I asked. In, good Philly, in good Philly spirits, Charlie. Charlie shaver. <laughs> yeah, Charlie shaver is great. <laughs> <laughs> so when the call to Irvine police is traced, it has come from Island Hotel within 100 feet of Kent's law firm. <laughs> <laughs> 100 feet? A hundred feet. I can throw a baseball hundred feet. <laughs> yeah, that's from. Yeah, that's and like I one have a of terrible guys, shoulder. That's, it's like one of you guys going in my backyard. It's like a like putt. I'm gonna, when we golf, it's like a putt. It's home to first base. <laughs> no, that's ninety. That's ninety. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's not. It's not far. No. Mm. Just the Plaza Vista principal says one man on the Island Hotel security video looks like Kent. And in the very early morning hours of February 16th, 2011, police discover that Kent and Jill had exchanged 15 text messages. So this is between like two and four in the morning. Okay. Maybe they're like being Everybody. playful with each other. <laughs> There's so many good decisions made between two and oh four my. in the morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's when I make my best decisions. UCLA and Berkeley. Remember those yeah. two things. So one phone was in or near the Easter's home, but the other pinged a tower near Kelly's house. These guys suck. They're so dumb. <laughs> so when the Irving, Irvine cops interview Kent, he denies everything, saying he's never heard of Kelly Peters, even though they filed a civil lawsuit. <laughs> you gotta, you never gotta, heard of her. you got to make it at least believable. You can't be like, nope, never heard never. of her. Sir, sir, there's a restraining order that you filed against her. Never heard of her. Like, that's... that's so the cops gently that's remind. The, uh, that's the Cisco defense. Wasn't me. Was yeah. it? Is that Cisco? Who said that? I don't know if it's Shaggy. 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 Yeah, Shaggy. It's in my bad. It's a Shaggy defense. Wasn't me. I do uh, not recall. Yeah, yeah. So when he's reminded of who she is, he says, "Oh, bygones be bygones." <laughs> you know uh, what? We forgot about yeah. that. That's a sweet bygones. Be this guy's awfully amicable all of a sudden. Yeah. So the cops say they know he was near Kelly's house on February sixteenth. They mentioned that they might find DNA on the drugs. And at that point, Kent asks for a lawyer. That's uh, That's got to be a bluff. wonder if they found any DNA on the drugs. Is it a bluff? At least he knows Here not comes, to talk, though. That, that's, that's, he knows not to talk. He well, asked for yeah. a lawyer. Well, he that is should have asked for a lawyer at the outset. He already said, I, I don't know Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> I've never... Kelly who? <laughs> <laughs> Kelly? Kelly? Is that how you pronounce it? So here comes more dumb. Dump, 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 dump. Then they present a picture of a bag of pills found in Kent's car. That <laughs> With him like giving thumbs up next to it. 
they were the same brand of bag that was found in Kelly's car called Easy Dose Pill Pouches. Of course, you're using like a branded, you can't just use like a Ziploc. You got to use a branded Easy they go, Dose. They go straight to his Amazon account. It's like 10 Easy, pouch, easy Pill Pouches. Like. They also search the Easter's home and there they discover a self-published, undoubtedly trashy novel called Holding House about a woman who is dead set on revenge, written by Jill. She's got a lot going on. Right? She's aspiring it's author. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I wish, wish it's everybody fine. could have seen how hard Maria just rolled her eyes. <laughs> so the cops keep watching the Easters. And soon, a strapping firefighter from Los Angeles named Glenn Gomez shows up to meet Jill. They've been having an affair for two and a half years. Oh, shit. The cops confront him without revealing details about what happened, um, and he agrees to wear a wire to try or loop her in. Oh, this guy. This guy right in. He's a firefighter. I'm glad that he di- he yeah. was like, yeah, th- if they did this, like. Shout out to firefighters. Yeah. Yes. Glenn lets Jill know that the police have been asking him questions, and she unloads on him with more martyrdom than Trump after an FBI raid. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, she's been working that on that one all yeah, week. That that one, that one. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, I came up with that one pretty quick. <laughs> Jill punishes Glenn for confronting her by telling his wife about their affair. She went to her house. Oh wow! So oh, Glenn's married. Glenn and yeah, Glenn's married. Too. Oh man, Mrs. Gomez not happy with this. So here comes again, even more dumb. <laughs> dumb, dumb, dumb. So, meanwhile, Kent's DNA is found on the bowl that's included in the weed bag. Mm-hmm. It's on the Percocet and the Vicodin. Wow, they weren't they weren't bluffing. And Jill's DNA is present on the bowl and the Vicodin. Did they like they, they like, had sex yeah. with these fucking drugs and bowls? They out. were like rolling it around. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know what they were did doing. They find DNA or did they, were they smoking Vicodin even out of the bowl? You, even if you put Vicodin, like, wouldn't you get it in a Probably in a bottle, wouldn't you just shake it into a bag? You wouldn't like touch it enough, right? Don't I like mean, handle it like it's a dice at a crap table, yeah. like a die. Like, come on, baby. <laughs> yeah, Mama needs a new pair of lawsuits. <laughs> yeah, if you just touch something, I get. Can they like pull DNA off of that, or does it have to be like spit or saliva? Or? I think it's pretty. Uh, I think your skin set shed stuff. I yeah. think it's everything. Yeah. Man. So when Jill is on the Dr. Phil show, she says that all of this is transfer DNA, that it actually somehow transferred from Kelly to the bags, but it's her DNA. He says he never even saw her before. Yeah. Right, His right. wife's saying it was DNA transfer. transfer. <laughs> <for> like... <laughs> you would think that two lawyers would at least know to have the same story, but that's not you the You would case. think so. You they, think. they never workshopped this at all. They did not. <laughs> They did not. Did they? Did they find Kelly's DNA on these pills? Which no. would make. Yeah, yeah, of course they didn't. No. I put it transferred. So <laughs> they she fed, got close. They she got close enough all to somehow <laughs> scrape <laughs> some <laughs> DNA, somebody else's transfer DNA onto yeah, the bag, just, but did not like, touch it. Just like jumped <laughs> off. Yeah. <They're> just, <laughs> What did you say? I missed that. No, he said it. He's like, yeah. he's just too loose on the Just like jerk off on the drugs. Yeah. So crazy. <laughs> DNA's everywhere. So, so the incriminate. This incrimin- is going to be so hot, babe. We're going <laughs> to yeah. we're going to send her for away for twenty years. For twenty years, years. Right. It's just DNA everywhere. everywhere. Let's, 
You know what a re- you know what a really get her if we if we have sex in her car. Yeah, that's not in her car. Both <laughs> yeah. of us Let's have sex in her car and then hide the drugs. So that'll get her. <laughs> oh, man. So the incriminating task texts on Jill's iPhone and Kent's Blackberry were erased when the cops finally got finally were able to subpoena the phones. Um, so the investigation continues for a year. Meanwhile, Kelly begins to lose her hair, mutter to herself, and become increasingly paranoid. She's yeah. just, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. So when the case is turned over to the DA's office, they confirm that there is enough evidence for arrest. And in June 2012, both Kent and Jill Easter are arrested. What was their charge? Um, false imprisonment by fraud or deceit. Okay. Jill pleads guilty to false imprisonment by fraud or deceit and serves two months in jail. After a lot of twists and turns, and he said, she said, in 2013, the jury cannot reach a verdict about Kent. Wow. He doesn't know her. During that trial, Kent blamed Jill and said, Jill was the mastermind behind this whole thing. I was just going along with it. I was afraid of her, all this stuff. So that's why the jury... Could not come to a verdict because I'm surprised one- he didn't just go. Who's Jill? Yeah, I don't know her yeah, either. I don't know her. <laughs> what do you mean I married her? Yeah, that ain't my wife. <laughs> so after a second trial, ten months later, Kent is found guilty and spends 86 days in jail. <laughs> these are uh, this story is 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 these so are fantastic. White privilege. And these are great. white people's she, sentences. 86 days. Yeah, and he, uh, yeah. And she. What does she get? Two months. Two months. Come on. Like they planted, they set this woman up. She could have gone away for, I don't know what the laws are in this state, but she could have gone away for like years if this stuck. Yeah. When and you, then what, they, was yeah. Your, what was your, for what was this year again? It was 2011 when they, the oh, drugs were planted. Are, those are who pretty, knows what minimum sentencing, yeah, where it exactly. is. But, and then they only get 86 days? No. no. I know. Yeah. She'd be the equivalent of what she would have faced. That's what they should face. That's, that's, a, that's, a, good, yeah. that's a good idea. So both Kent and Jill are disbarred. Surprise, <laughs> surprise. Thank God. Good. Kelly Peters sues the Easters and wins $5.7 million oh, in damages yeah. Good for her. in 2016. Get a new car. Yeah, I'll thank <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, got, Mr. She Roma. got a classic PT. <laughs> or soup up her PT. Yeah. At the time of the publication of the LA Times series, however, she had yet to be paid a dime. Ah, uh, bummer. Yeah. So, they probably let's hit, recap. They're, they're probably financial white collar criminals, so they probably hid their assets and stuff. They yeah. actually did. There is more. There's a lot more to the trial that they get into in the article, and they did turn their home over to her father yeah. while oh, this was like, all right, going. Oh, home. Yeah, so they yeah, can't, man. While this going home, going on, yeah, fucking shady. Yeah, that's the law they're good at is yeah. cheating. Yeah, yeah. Other corporate, than that, corporate law, corporate, corporate cheating law. or yeah. estate cheating, tax tax evasion. They're great at. Oh yeah. <laughs> We're, yeah. we're good. At, we need to hide our assets. Don't even worry. About <laughs> yeah, it. we don't have to. Right. Yeah. So the dumb. Let's <laughs> see. Where do you start? Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of dumb here to unpack. Like there's a there's a ton here. The calls go. How about you? You walk. You know more than a a, a, a base path's length away from your place of business, and not into yeah. another place that definitely yeah. has cameras. Hotels. Yeah. In 2011, yeah. we all know that. In 2010, this was when the calls were made, right? No, 2011. We all cameras. know hotels have cameras. cameras yeah. You've at cameras least everywhere. seen everywhere. a passing episode of 2020 where there was some, some hotel ca- footage. Every, there's cameras everywhere. There's always cameras yeah. in hotels. Yeah. The um. <laughs> don't, the DNA. Don't don't don't, don't spread roll DNA. around in Vicodin before you try and plant. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, right, right. whatever you're doing, don't lick stuff. Yeah, yeah. Don't, lick don't stuff. finger it off. Yeah, don't <laughs> don't spit on it. Yeah. Don't like just don't leave DNA at, at your crime scene. And maybe not 15 text messages while you're near the person's house so that you're. <laughs> yeah. 
BlackBerry pings repeatedly <laughs> over and over and over again on the same tower. Can I say, like, you can't, they said they deleted messages. You can't subpoena BlackBerry. BlackBerry doesn't keep these on the cloud somewhere. Maybe. Uh, and maybe I mean, not. And not. And not back the, in the day. Wow. wow. I think that's it. I mean, was, well, I mean, there's so much time. There's, there's so much. This was, uh, this was, this was a, this was a really good one. Um, Shout out good. to Chelsea. Thank yeah, you, Chelsea. Yeah, thanks, Chelsea. Chelsea. This was this was funny. Yeah, thanks, Chelsea. <laughs> Disaster. <laughs> All right, Jason, give us a socials. <laughs> socials are uh, come find us at Dumbline Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, um, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. All that Facebook, all, Facebook, all that stuff. Um, yeah, just Dumbline Podcast. And thanks, uh, thanks again for listening, everybody. We uh, we greatly appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends, tell your families, tell your enemies, tell everyone to tune into us. My name's Greg. I'm Jason. And I'm Maria. Thanks for listening. Later. See you guys. Bye, guys.